What is going on, Diesel Nation? We're excited to have you guys with us today. We're pretty pumped up to be able to chat with Charlie Keeter from Keeter's Diesel Performance. He's got a 6-liter power stroke, and he won Diesel Power Challenge in 2016 and 17. And he's going to be talking to us about the truck, the turbo setup, transmission, his journey with it from a daily driver to one of the most competitive 6-liter power strokes out there. And we're also going to talk about what is a, a good power level to modify a six liter two where you can keep the towing capability you can have fun with it but it's not getting so involved with you know engine work and chassis work and tons of different things to be able to you know go out there and race uh, we know most of the listeners out there you guys have wanted to know what's a good power level for me what do i need to do to get there and just have a, a nice reliable daily driver work truck so we're going to ask them about that before we get to it though we want to thank two of our sponsors first is ppi and even though this is going to be an episode about Ford Power Strokes, we know we got a lot of Duramax listeners out there. And PPI is now taking pre-orders for custom L5P tuning. So you need to go to ppi.com. You can find it on their site. And if you're looking for any kind of tuning for that platform, those guys have been hard at work making. It's actually shocking power that they've been able to get out of that engine that's basically all stock. And all they're doing is custom tuning with it. So if you want to get on that list, get it going, head on over to ppi.com. Also, we want to thank Diesel World Magazine. And they gave us a shout-out in this current issue. And there's a, this is something we're very honored to have. And we're excited to be able to be in the magazine. It's, it's one that we've been reading for years. And they've got a lot of good write-ups in this issue. Uh, with Rudy's Diesel, their drag truck, and tons of different things. And so we're, we're honored, we're humbled. We thank you guys for giving us a shout out in there and for the listeners out there make sure you go to dieselworldmag.com you can stay up to date on the latest in diesel information product news races SEMA's coming up so I'm sure they're gonna have tons of great coverage of SEMA so I want to thank those guys also we want to encourage you to keep leaving us reviews on iTunes we've been getting a lot of them lately and if you guys in the comments just tell us what you want to hear about or a guest you want to hear from or something you'd like us to follow up with we check those every single day so make sure on itunes give us a review let us know your feedback and we'll make sure to get the content that you want onto this onto this podcast all right guys let's get to the six liter talk this is Corey Willis with PPI, and you're listening to the Diesel Podcast. I'm Adam Blattenberg from Diesel World. Hi, I'm Clint Cannon from ATS. This is Dan, owner of Dan's Diesel Performance. I'm Dimitri from No Zone Diesel. I'm Cass from Diesel Doctor of Tennessee, and you're listening to the Diesel Podcast. Charlie, it's awesome to have you on the podcast. I think you're the first two-time DPC champion that uh, that we've had on, and uh, we've had a lot of people ask to, to get you on the podcast and talk six liters with you. All right, man. How's it going? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. You're one of our most requested guests. We probably get uh, a message or comment a week to get Shirley Keeter on to talk about his DPC winning six liter power stroke. And uh, <laughs> we're gonna have a lot of a lot of listeners out there that are they're happy to hear from you. Yeah, it ain't nothing. It ain't nothing special about it. Uh, <laughs> just a six liter. <laughs> For our listeners out there that may not be familiar with your truck or what you've done with it, can you take us through? the the truck itself like where it started and then how you built it to to the power level and the performance level that you did well it uh it started out as a family ride you know daily driver family ride and started out with the vgt chargers you know and just trying different ones and different different turbo setups and 
you know, finally got to a point where it wasn't going any faster, so we switched over to a small frame 9VGT charger and bumped the injectors up. We went, uh, we were running eighth mile in and went low sevens and ended up bending a rod, spraying a lot of nitrous on the truck. And so we put a set of rods in it and a cam and, you know, a bunch of other little odd and end stuff and went out there and got the full potential out of that setup. It went low 11s, I don't know, it was probably four years ago now. Uh, and then we bumped up the injectors again and a bigger charger, a bigger singer charger and still spraying, spraying it pretty hard. <coughs> and, uh, ended up burning some valves and stuff from all the nitrous. And, uh, I decided to switch over to the triple, you know, build my own triple turbo setup for it. And, that actually worked out way better than I expected it to because I was just kind of shooting in the dark on the on the triple setup. I knew some people had ran them on different trucks, you know, back in the day, a lot smaller turbos, and just kind of took a shot in the dark. And luckily it worked out pretty well on my truck, and it's been a, it's been fun. It's a lot of work, you know, keeping up on maintenance and all that with them. Uh, you know, just trying to apply that power, use all the power that the poor little six-liter can make and use it reliably is, is a tough job. What did the triples allow you to do that, say, a larger single and a lot of nitrous didn't? Well, they just, the drivability part of it <clears throat> is a lot better. It spooled a lot better. You know, instead of making 55 pounds of boost regulated, I can make 90 pounds of boost regulated. You know, and burn up a lot more of the fuel with with boost instead of nitrous. Oh, gotcha. Was it, was it tough to fit them all, fit them in the engine bay? <laughs> oh man, I don't. I, I bet you I probably got fifty or sixty hours just in labor building the, you know, building the mounts and the piping and all that stuff. You look at it sitting in the truck, you're like, man, it looks pretty simple. But actually getting in there and cutting all the, you know, the piping and fitting everything, it was. It was a lot more than I expected it to be, and it took longer than I wanted it to, but it's been a damn good setup ever since. What size What size turbos are they? Well, it originally started out with a 468 in the valley and two 369s out front, and now it's a 472 with the same 369s out front. Moving a lot of air. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it probably, I feel like it makes maybe 1,100 horsepower <clears throat> on fuel. And I feel like if you put that same setup on a Cummins, you know, it'll make, it'll probably make fourteen or 1,500 horsepower with that amount of air, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And has it, how's the 5R110, or are you running a 5R110W in it still, or do you do a 4R100? No, we uh, we swapped over to a four R a while back just because we couldn't get any consistency out of the the five R the way it shifts. It's just a bastard ass transmission, pretty much. A bit with the the custom tuning that you can do on the four one hundred, you probably really capitalize though on your your air fuel setup and and you know racing at the track and everything. Yeah, I control the four R with a, a PCS controller, a TCM two thousand. And having that tunability 
you know, you can you can change a tune on the transmission riding down the road. Um, just being able to go in and tweak little stuff on your own when you want it to lock up, wide open throttle shifts, part throttle shifts, you can really get the best drivability, you know, and performance out of it at the racetrack having trans tuning, you know, at the tip of your fingers. Do you think to to take a power stroke and have it go fast, like your truck's going fast or some other ones out there that are that are making a lot of power and, and doing well at the track that you have to swap over to a 4R100 to do it? Or do you think if you stay with a 5R, you're just always going to struggle or fight that particular part of it and just not get the most out of the setup? No, I feel like you're leaving some potential on the table with a 5R for sure. I mean, others will argue that point, but there's no one... Um, I don't know who you're particularly talking about, but I know the faster six liters and the uh you know, the faster six fours, the faster seven threes. One's got a Dodge transmission in it and the rest of them you know, the rest of them have four R's or like a turbo four hundred style transmission in them. Nobody really fast is running a five R, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's uh, we've had some some guests uh, or not some guests but comments on guest episodes for guys that are really into the Power Stroke platform, and it seems like that's something that they they've been wondering is, yeah, the five R. I mean, it holds up well for a little bit of power in daily driving and and things like that. But if you really want to go fast and you start to get into say like a triple setup like you've got or any number of different air fuel setups you can do is the custom tuning with the 4R100 just there's so much you can get out of it i think you know definitely racing but also if you daily drive the truck and making it more drivable and the the listeners we had comment wanted to know do i need to do that 4R100 to really be competitive or you know, what does it give me besides you know i'm not going to have you know like a fifth gear but i can i can custom tune the shift points and lock up and all the different things that it allows you to do. Yeah, I mean, the 5R to me is good to a point. Um, I just, we could never get it to shift consistent. And you can go to the racetrack and listen to a 6-liter or a 6.4 go down the track and listen to that 5R shift. And to me, after doing what I've done in my truck with the 4R, you can just tell it's, you're like, damn, that thing sounds like shit when it shifts. <laughs> you know, it just doesn't shift the same. Yeah. It's not consistent. I mean, it's just, I don't know. I got to a point where I was just ready for consistent shifts and wanted to be fast, faster, I could say. I wanted to ask you about Diesel Power Challenge and winning it twice. I <clears throat> I remember following it back. I think I missed the first one. But I would always, I think maybe the second or third one way back when is when I started to get into diesel performance and get the magazine and read about it and everything. And I remember back then it was always, it was Cummins and Duramax. And the Ford guys, where they'd bring 6.4s, 6.0s, whatever it was, were always, you know, trying to win it. And you were able to do it twice back to back. What was that like? Take you know, bring your truck to Colorado to the event, doing the different, the different um, challenges that they have. You know, with your setup, what'd you learn from it? It was a good time. My main thing with going out there is, uh, for me anyway, 
it was I had the truck together for a while. You know, I knew the truck. I drove the truck. Just knowing your truck and, you know, knowing the capabilities of it or, you know, the feel of your truck was a big thing for me. But when you go out there and we're at sea level over here on the East Coast and you go over there and it's, you know, 5,500 foot elevation in Vandermeer, it's a whole different ball game. Um, the chargers, the turbos and stuff over here, it's spooled up really, really quick. You know, they spool really well over here. You go over there and you gotta use nitrous just to get them going. And, uh, I don't know, I guess you could say it levels the playing field for, uh, for everything. For everybody, really. With, um, see, the first time you came out, you know, you knew your truck really well, knew how it performed, you know, you, you knew your setup and you go over to Colorado. How long did it take you to adjust or get your, get the performance of the truck where you felt I might be able to win this thing. I might be able to really compete in it. Was it like, you know, something the night before where you're like, I'm just going to try this, see how it does. And it worked. Or did you make changes each day on, on the setup? No, no. I mean, I had a bunch of strategy. I watched every uh, every DPC YouTube video before then because, you know, LeVon won it the two years before I did. And, you know, I studied studied each video of each event and just, you know, paid attention to everything in detail on those videos and went in with a strategy and stuck, you know, stuck with my game plan. And it worked out. It was really cool seeing, I, I didn't get to see the, your truck when you were out here, but in the magazine and videos and things like that, being able to see how well it performed those two years was, you know, like this theme we've had on, on the diesel podcast has been the six liter isn't dead, you know, and it, it, it took a hit for, I think a while, probably while the truck was out, like, you know. You need head studs, head gasket, EGR cooler, oil cooler, water pump, all these different things, right? But then guys like yourself have taken it to this level where there's a lot of listeners out there that we have that are excited. Like they want, they can get a six liter. They know what they need to do to it. And it's not like it's capped at a power level in a sense. Yeah. You know, so you can have fun with it, or you can use it for work. Either, either thing. Yeah, they can be reliable when they're taken care of. You know, maintenance is kept up on them, and you use the right combination of parts. They're pretty, you know, they're pretty good trucks, and they're a hell of a platform. You know, if you want to try to make some power with them, I mean, they're good up to a certain point. I feel like. I just thought of a question we actually got yesterday. It came in on YouTube. And this, it wasn't specific to six liters, but you'd be a great guest for us to ask. He wanted to know what what power range is almost too much to daily drive. I know it varies a little bit whether it's like common rail injection or Huey injection or different things. But in your opinion, what would you say on a six liter is about the most you'd want for something, you know, take a road trip with the family, haul a trailer, drive it every single day, put, you know, thousands of miles a year on it. What would that power range be, in, in your opinion? I mean, to me, personally, I'd say no more than, you know, 550 to 650 horsepower. And, I mean, I, that's a lot. A lot of people don't realize, 
you know, I get questions all the time. Oh, I want 800 horsepower. But do you realize what comes along with that 800 horsepower? <laughs> yeah, and the price tag. <laughs> yeah, and it's a lot. That, yeah, it's a price tag, and then there's a lot of work involved. Also, if you're doing the work yourself, or if you're paying somebody to do the work, the price tag is going to double, you know? That's true. You know, a tuned six-liter, a stock studded, deleted tuned six-liter is a fun street truck to drive. If you put a small set of injectors in it, you know, a drop-in turbo, a lift pump, and a regulated return, you know, you can make 550, 600 horsepower and have a fun truck to drive anywhere, anytime, and tow pretty much anything you want to tow with it on a single turbo setup. I mean, you can do compounds on them, but there's just not a lot of room for uh, activities under the hood of a six-liter. Six I think that's it, that's something that's really key, and, you know, once we get past, like, a tuner and, you know, some bolt-on upgrades is sometimes we get bored with the power. And I'm like, well... I kind of want that excitement I had when I first, you know, did a tune on it or something like that. And it can be a real slippery slope between 550, 600 and 8 to 900 or or more. And it it's like the usable power. How much can you really use on the street? How much do you really want to use towing a trailer? How yeah. how much carnage is there going to be whether it's with the transmission or other things or whatever it might be that that all factor into it. Yeah. I mean, it's just I don't recommend any more than that. I mean, you're probably looking at another from the 550 range and up. In my opinion, you're probably looking at another seven to ten thousand dollars to be able to use all that power reliably when you want it anyway. Yeah, yeah, and you got me thinking because you you'd mentioned people ask you you know a lot what kind of setups, and I know you do. You have you know, part sales and things that you do with these trucks. And I wanted to ask you about that. And also, for our listeners out there, they want 550 to 600 horsepower on their, their 6 liter. What exactly would you recommend for them to, to buy for their truck to have that be a reliable setup for them? Uh, a complete fuel system, a lift pump, a regulated return, a small set of injectors, 175s, 190s with a smaller nozzle. And uh, a drop-in VGT charger, you know, a stage one or a stage two or possibly a stage three um, will get you, you know, somewhere in that range as far as power goes. Um, and it'd be pretty, you know, pretty reliable unless you drive it like all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I get people all the time ask me about injectors, and it bugs me. I, I don't know if you know this. I, my truck runs really clean going down the track. People want these smaller injectors or even bigger injectors and put these great big old nozzles on them. And it's just, uh, it's, I don't know. I'm a fan of clean power. I don't like a hot, smoky truck even driving down the road or at the racetrack. Yeah, I think there's been... And we see it a lot in not just like the six liter or the power stroke platform, but even Duramax and Cummins is these really fast trucks. They're pretty clean going down the track and they're, they're burning that fuel that they have. 
and making tons of power and going faster than they've ever gone. It's pretty amazing what uh, you know what the diesel performance stuff has come to in the last three or four years. I mean, it's trucks running out of their cage certifications for their weight. They're running faster legally than they can. It's pretty freaking crazy. <laughs> yeah, that was. It, I don't think anyone really anticipated outrunning the safety certifications so quick, and it's like. The, I mean, the performance and the innovation doesn't stop, but it's almost like in a holding pattern until that catches up to it. And then, okay, now it's unleashed again and, you know, let the trucks go out there and, and see what they can do. And it's just like somebody hit a warp speed button and things went really crazy the last three or four, five years with, with times, with power levels, with everything like engines and turbo technology and injectors and injection pumps and just everything's left you know did this huge leap forward really fast yeah it's pretty you know it's pretty crazy for somebody to go out and you know make 16 1800 2000 horsepower on the dyno and then make a pass down the track and, and back those numbers up with track times is super impressive to me crazy to think what it's going to be like in a year or two <laughs> yeah i'll still have the same old junk six liter doing the same thing hopefully we are going to try to uh we got a couple things we're going to do over the winter we're going to try to run the we ran the 590 index class at rudy's uh a few weeks ago and we need a little bit more than what we got right now so we're going to try to do a little bit more with that so we can be a little more competitive in that class uh, come come next year and hopefully hopefully shake it up a little bit. That's the only. I, I, don't, I don't know. I know we were the only Ford in the class that day, and I'm pretty sure it's the only, uh, you know, the only Ford that's probably run in that, in that particular class. Like... I uh, saw on Instagram, which we'll we'll definitely we'll put a link to your Instagram on uh, on the episode when we put it out there on iTunes and YouTube and everything. But I saw a picture you posted, and I think the truck was just launching. It was like right as it took off, and your caption said like Kurt and Cummins' voice feelings, and we laughed about it. But it's not something I think most people when they show up to the track, if they don't know you or, or know your truck, I think they would be caught off guard. I think they would be you know, like I'm racing a six liter and you go out there and, and run the times that you do. It's, I think it's a testament to the, the things you've done with it and the setup and the time behind the steering wheel, you know, and getting to know that truck that it's, it's no joke. You know, it's, it's a performer. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's pretty stout for, you know, a Ford and like if a Cummins, like one of the Cummins guys that are, are, are faster or, you know, have been a lot faster than me in one of their trucks. If I outrun them, like it brings on so much butt hurt and saltiness. It's, it's, <laughs> I just love it. I don't even care if I win the event. If I get one of them all butt hurt because they got beat by a four door six liter, then my weekend is made. <laughs> but really, that's, I think, where diesel performance really started with a lot of us is what was cool about it is doing that same thing, but with other vehicles, like, you know, you have your six liter, you put a tune on it, you go out there and you can beat a car 
or some other truck or some half ton Hemi or whatever. And it's kind of the same thing. Like you just got beat by a diesel truck, four wheel drive, crew cab, short bed. And then it kind of translates over now to the diesel side where it's like, it happens with all the makes and different engines and everything else, but we still have that same competitive, (laughs) competitive side. And it's fun to surprise people. That's right. Tell us a bit about, uh, about what you do with parts and, and diesel performance and, and things like that. Uh, we got a little uh, small small business selling uh, all kinds of parts, mainly you know six liter stuff because that's that's what I know best. And you know if somebody wants to make five hundred horsepower, or if they want a solid tow truck, or if they want to make eight hundred horsepower, we can provide them with we can tell them what they need. And we can provide them with everything they need to do it if they want to go that route. What's the best way for our listeners to find you, like on social media or get in contact with you, ask a, questions about their setups or you know what to do and kind of pick your brain a little bit? Uh, most of my traffic comes from Instagram. Um, and then we have a Facebook page. And you could also email us at keterisdiesel at gmail.com. Any of those three, um, and I will, I will definitely get back with you. Usually within the same day, most of the time. People definitely gotta follow you on Instagram because your stories are hilarious. <laughs> yeah, everybody, everybody, you know, we like staring the pot, and everybody likes talking, you know, running their mouth. It's all, all in fun. <laughs> it's the highlight of my day a lot of days. I'm like, what Charlie post on his story on Instagram? Let me go check it out. <laughs> Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, good stuff. What uh, for next year? What are what are some plans you have for taking the truck out? Are there any events you've really keyed in keyed in on where you know, you're going to be there? You're going to be competing. Um, I'm definitely going to try to make some of the uh, a few a few of the outlaw uh, diesel super series races next year. I work work at a chemical plant, so. My vacation time is limited to an extent. You know, I don't I don't have tons of vacation. I don't own a shop, so I can't just say we're shutting down shop for four or five days and we're going over here to race. Mm-hmm. I wish I did have it like that sometimes, but it's just dependent upon, you know, my vacation. And, you know, I got kids and a wife, and, you know, I like spending time at home, too. Um but we're definitely going to try to make some of the make some of those races next year and shake things up in that 590 index if we can. Well, we look forward to seeing you out there and and uh, following the truck. It's it's one we followed for a while. You know, it's really cool to get our schedules lined up and be able to to chat with you about it and and learn more about you know the truck that you know like on instagram like said we see racing or you know from diesel power challenge a couple years ago and just learn a little bit more about the truck and yourself and then you know be able to connect you with our listeners where these guys got six liters and it's stock and they want to do something with it or they want to take it to the next level they can reach out to you and you know you have direct experience with it so you're not guessing you know on what to do you know exactly what to do yeah um that's one thing like i've owned several different six liters myself you know a couple of my close friends around here uh 
have owned some, you know, we've tested multiple different setups on these trucks and, you know, it all comes with a price, but I've learned a lot doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's invaluable. It saves people money too because then they don't have to go through and trial and error it and spend hundreds yeah. or thousands of dollars on it. Yeah, what a waste I had done. But <laughs> it's been fun for the most part. You know, I enjoy it. It keeps me busy along with everything else that I got going on. Well, we, we definitely appreciate what you do for diesel performance in general, what you're doing with the 6 liter. And it was really cool chatting with you today. And let's have you back on next year after you take the track out get some feedback from you and the you know with the changes you made in the 590 class and maybe some new things you've you've learned or maybe you know you changed the setup a little bit and you can report back to us all right we can do that awesome thanks again charlie hi bud appreciate it don't forget diesel fans make sure and head on over to dieselworldmag.com to stay up to date with the latest in the diesel industry community and racing i've got a team of guys who are out there covering events talking about new products release just pretty much anything going on in diesel those guys stay on top of it and i also want to thank them for giving us a shout out in the current issue with uh the diesel podcast and our logo and truck and where you can find us on itunes and iHeartRadio and everything else so huge thanks to those guys also ppi tuning so yell 5p guys there's custom tuning available on a pre-order basis make sure and Go to ppi.com, get that going if you're interested. Or if you have a Cummins 6.7 Power Stroke, LB7, LBZ, anything like that, those guys have EFI Live, there's easy link options, tons of different things. So make sure you check them out if you're looking to get a little bit more out of your truck or kind of bring your, your hard part modifications you know, all together. If you inject your CB3 Turbo, those guys are professionals at what they do. Till next time, keep the shiny side up.